Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster, but until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. I just did it. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, now I gotta bring up the things. It's go time. Yeah, where's where's our stuff? Pedal to the metal. <clears throat> Balls what? to the wall. Patreon top earners. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to know about that. I don't need to know. Oh, top. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant like our top patrons, but like no, no, just those like yeah, Chapo Trap House making two hundred grand a month or whatever they're doing. Yeah. That's socialist. Speaking of... It is socialist, though. It's yeah. people choosing to do what they want to do with That's their money. That's true. Speaking of patrons... I guess. Speaking uh, of... The December uh, Q&A bonus episode. Well, they know that. Yeah. Do, yeah. Well, they're, they're the only ones getting it. That's true. Okay. They figured it out. They've deduced. They, yeah. They've deducted what's going on. What's the joke? You say that in a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it never got a laugh. Because what do you say? I go, I'm not an educated man if you haven't already induced. And people just blank oh, okay. stare at me. It's supposed to be deduced. But I That's say, what I got. I couldn't remember how you said it. On a, on a YouTube clip, though, I did that, and somebody commented, I think he meant to say deduced. Yeah, you think so? Mm. Thanks, buddy. I mean, obviously stuff doesn't... Uh... Well, th- th- this is fun now when we log in. We get to see who uh, who stopped giving yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, you do see that. So-and-so uh, either declined or, what did they say, deleted. 
deleted there. Yeah, that's got a, all right. A lot, you know, of, lot maybe of deletions. They need that four bucks. You know, I'm not judging. I, well, I pledged is such a strong word. Appreciate the time you were with us. Yeah, pledged pledged is a strong word. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they get this stuff. Yeah, I still don't quite understand how all this works, but hey, none of it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Tell a friend. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can understand why you deleted. Less <laughs> fucking idiots. Well, what happened this week, Dave? We went to the goddamn. Oh man, we went to we went to Pioneer Town. Had the first annual uh, first boog- annual Boogie Monster corporate Christmas party, and it was a proper mess. <laughs> Dave, you fell over a log at seven thirty p.m. Let's talk. That's that's uh, that you can re- listen to the regular episode. Listen to the mini episode that we record. Fell over a log to introduce the shit show episode. We'll had a see. good time though. Good time, Dad. But this is the special one for you, special folks. Mm -hmm. You special sons of bitches out there that parted with your money. And God damn it, we're going to try our hardest to give you that four dollars worth of entertainment. (laughs) We're going to try our darndest. Yeah, man. Um, And uh, let's. I I think we should just get in. Let's scramble these eggs, baby. (laughs) All right. Let's let's get. Let's get. Let's give it to them. Oh, Oh, you're going to get it. Okay. Get it, um, Patreons. Patrons. Torquil Dewar. I'm sure I mispronounced Torquil Dewar. Torquil Dewar. That's how I'm saying it. Like hey guys. Scotch. Yeah, doers. I have two questions. All right, we'll allow it. Uh, Dave, you probably had this one before, so I apologize if it's uh, retreading old ground. What's the single most compelling piece of Bigfoot evidence you've seen that you feel is as close to absolute solid evidence as possible? Well... Uh, the base of that would be the Patterson-Gimlin film. Big fan of the Patterson-Gimlin film. Proven to be fake. Nine, no, not proven to be fake. Who? Show your work. Or is that just some shit you heard? I thought the guy... Can... See, I'm All very, of this I, is shit we heard. I'm very sensitive The whole this podcast topic. is shit we heard. Yeah, that's bullshit, though. It's not proven to be fake. All right, man. I tell you what. All right, so the Patterson-Gimlin film, uh, 1967, up in Northern California. You know the story. The classic, most iconic piece of Bigfoot mm. footage. But if you YouTube, I think his name is Bill Nunn or Munn. I want to say Munn. M-U-N-N. Bill, if you, if you, do, if you search Patterson Gimlin, Bill Munn, um, he ha- he's a guy. He used to be a uh, special effects costume designer for Hollywood. Now he's like a, a video expert analysis. He's broken down that whole film like from A to two, Z. Two titles that he gave himself. <laughs> well, but, he used to work in Hollywood. He, he worked on... Uh, but you, there's a, that's not a doctorate program. No, but he's... I'm a special effects expert. Says who? He's done Says a lot yourself. Of work. It's an intriguing video. He breaks it down. Uh, they talk about things like even proportions. Like, regardless of your height, all humans have the same... I'm speaking out my ass now, but like, hypothetically, your knee to your ankle, no matter how hot, tall you are, is... And this isn't accurate, but for the sake of the example, 18% of your total height is from your knee to your ankle. Whether you're three foot tall or eight feet tall, humans have the same ratio from ankle to knee, from knee to femur, that kind of thing. The, they've, they've proven that those ratios are way off 
on the on the. I've seen. You ever film. seen that guy that was in uh, the movie Big Fish, and he was in some of the Rob Zombie movies? He had like I don't know what kind of big tall dude. Like, it's like Marfan syndrome or something. Yeah, uh huh. I know who you're talking what about. What about that? What about a guy like that in the suit? Well, that's what I'm saying. Doesn't matter how tall he is, the proportions. The ratio from like knee to ankle, whatever, it, it's off. Plus, they analyze the gait. They talk about the, the way the foot is hitting the ground. Uh, the Bigfoot in this film, the, the ankle bends at a, at a degree that's uh, not normal for humans. So there's a lot of stuff. There's, a, there's the um, – got a hernia in his right quadricep. They slow that down. You can see this bulging hernia going up and down. Why would somebody replicate that in a suit? So uh, I don't know. That's a pretty convincing piece of evidence if you Google uh, Patterson Gilman. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I'll go ahead and answer the second question or read the second question. Given the current administration is out to end our lives and the world as we know it, are there any far-out NWO and government-related conspiracy theories that sound more believable that they would have four years ago? Hmm. Uh, You know what? The the fact that Trump has gotten along as far – as he has, makes me think there is no NWO. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Or is he such a massive distraction from something else going on? That could be. Or the NWO just is the, the GOP and the way they're pulling the rug out, that shit that just went down in Wisconsin. where are like, all right, well, it's a Democratic uh, governor coming in. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Or Scott Wall, whatever. But they're like, all right, well, here's all these laws stripping him of any power before he even gets in. Mm-hmm. And how they're just proving time and time again that Republicans are just, it's about power. It's not about the will of the voters. Yeah. Unless the will of voters is voting for Republicans, they'll cheat. But I, 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 I honestly think, I, I, in this situation, was kind of hoping for some new world order. Yeah, me too. Because the word order's in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's some sort of plan, mm-hmm. but this is just up to all us fucking idiots. Well, I mean, I don't know if my opinions changed any in the last couple of years, but I, I still believe in that Agenda 21 shit. I think that uh, they're trying to weed us out. I think there's just too many people, not enough resources. I think the Illuminati, the NWO, the elite, whatever you want to call them, I think they have a plan to kind of. Uh, Get all that stuff for themselves in the future and uh, weed us out. So what are the, we're talking about uh, uh, Georgia Guidestones. Said, oh, yeah. Uh, 500 million is, is the ideal population. Maintain a, popu- a global population of under 500 million. So we're at 7 billion now. It means 6.5 billion people would have to go. Well, we were just – we were listening uh, to that uh, the End of the World podcast. Mm-hmm. On the way back from Joshua Tree yesterday, mm-hmm. and there's some interesting. He's going over all the different ways that we might uh, be the end of ourselves. Yeah, and he was trying to put a positive spin on it, but I was, <laughs> I was like, but maybe not. Like it was very like added uh, an added button to the end of, but maybe not. Maybe yeah. we'll be saying like, I really don't think so. I do, I think uh, the fact that we're trying to figure out how to go to Mars mm-hmm. is proof that you're like, yeah, oh yeah, climate change. Like we we fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I said I said in the last one we frat housed the Earth. <laughs> I said that, and uh, mm, yeah, I, I know it's not uh, it's not happy stuff. Mm-hmm. But so what? Why, but why not use it to propel you to do all the things you wanted to do? Not uh, in a sociopathic, murderous way. I still don't agree with the shitting on somebody else to get what you want out of this world. Mm-hmm. 
But why not? If like, yeah, all right, maybe it's all over. Go on, ask ask that person out that you've been waiting to ask out. Go yeah. on, try try an open mic. Yeah. Well, you, you know? should live your life like that regardless. You should, but yeah. if you need an impetus, how about yeah. the end of the world? Yeah. How about your experience? You, you will, your, 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 your lights are getting put out soon. Yeah. Go have fun. Yeah. But I do agree you should be living like that anyway. I had my own, like, uh, uh, epiphany in that regard recently. Yeah. It just just hit me. I, I, I'm I'm 41 now. Yeah, 41. I forget how old mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I'm probably going to die of a heart attack at about 60. So uh, i got 19 good years. Just let it I was rip. I'm putting 60 for myself, too. Just let it rip. See what happens. Who gives yeah. a shit? I've, I've stopped worrying about my career. Like, I'm still working hard, but I'm not – I don't worry about it. I didn't get this and anything. Fuck it. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. Have fun. Let it rip. Spend the last 20 years just having a good time. Yeah, I got to be a comedian. Yeah. What do I care? That's pretty good. Yeah, my knees are hurting now after the bike rides, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to keep going on those bike rides until I can't handle how much my knees hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Love big, everybody. <laughs> Live big. Love big. Get out there. Don't be scared of shit. I remember after after 9-11 how many new people were in stand-up. Oh, right. I saw that a real influx. Time, yeah, I saw an influx of people at open mics because a lot of people going, what the fuck am I waiting for? Yeah. It wasn't so much I got something to say, but I was like, what? That happened? That just happened in one of our cities? Yeah. Why am I? And a lot of, I remember hearing a lot of, about a lot of people making career changes or, or going into pursuits. Well, that and, happened to me. Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to go into detail, but I had a thing happen and I was like, Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I'm not doing what I want to do with my life. I'd, I'd always wanted for like ten years. I'd wanted to do comedy before I did it. Yeah, and a thing happened, and I was like, "Fuck it! I'm going I'm to try this thing." Yeah, and so why? Why should you? Uh, you don't have to wait. It's easy when something like that happens yeah. to push you into it, but you should nudge yourself. Yeah, that's you know what? That's the new world order. Is everybody nudging themselves into what they want to be in this world? Yeah. I'm taking it back to socialist new world order and do it for yourself. <laughs> you got one? Uh, a newsman. Is it sure. Anus Man? Is that it? I don't I know. I was giving him more credit than that. Uh huh. Just saw a video where two guys were in a professional dart competition. One guy farted and caused a distraction of the other player. Nice technique. Has anyone ever farted during a set causing a distraction to you or the audience? Yeah, me. Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. I farted on stage so bad. Was it audible? No. Okay. But it was so bad. Like, you know when you see like a dry ice fog come out of a jar? <laughs> like it comes out of the jar and just it, and it just sinks to the ground because of the weight? I could tell it was that kind of fart. And I was on stage and the stage was just head height to the people around it. Uh-huh. You know, so it's about for people sitting, so it was about like a three foot stage. And I could see out of the corner of my eye a gal was like to the, to the side of the stage and just see her go like make the face of like oh oh and I couldn't do anything about it but I didn't even remember what words I was saying I was like I just that like I could tell it came out of my ass hit the ground and spread like thriller fog you didn't address it no what am I gonna do tell a room full of people like <laughs> apologize to one lady for farting in front of them. no tough shit i fart all the time she, on stage she, yeah i mean me too but why not don't you're in the splash i, I don't they didn't deserve that did it so to answer this question anybody ever done that to you during your set have you ever detected a fart i've detected a fart i didn't hear oh, it really but i've smelled farts and i i pointed it out and i was like I don't know who's responsible, but somebody over here, and it got a big laugh. But, like, it was clearly – it was distracting. 
It's like, oh man, I haven't been distracted by it. Yeah, but damn. Yeah, where was that at? That was in Wilmington, North Carolina. Dead crow. <laughs> a dead crow. Yeah, somebody farted and it distracted me. <laughs> and in Memphis, Tennessee, about ten years ago, right before I went up, I was featuring for Jared Harris, and uh, I was, uh, was about to go up. And I was wearing a back then. I was wearing these like uh, windbreaker. Had like some band windbreaker. Yeah. And I went to take a piss. Yeah. And it was kind of it was a longer one. And I went to take a piss. And I accidentally peed all over the corner, the 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 bottom of the corner. Oh yeah. Just peed all over it, and I didn't realize it until I was walking up on stage. It's just like ah shit. And you could just see this big wet spot. I remember the whole set with pee on me. I've. That's why I would get in a real weird thing. Like, like I'll get my ticks. Like you talk about baseball having superstition. I always got to put chapstick on right before I get on stage. Really? Even if I just put some on two minutes before, huh. I got to put chapstick on right before I get on stage. I got to like check my fly. Yeah. I used to always yeah. have to have notes on me. Even when I've never took notes out, I had to have them in a pocket. Even okay. if I've been doing the set forever and ever. Just in case. It's like, what if I have a mental breakdown? Interesting. I always have to have some sort of written set list on my per- – even if it's an old one. Even if it's not the one I'm going to do. I need yeah. to have something on my person. Huh. So that's my little baseballism. Yeah. I remember – I don't know if I told a story. I was, I was at a governor's comedy club in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those things where like, oh, my stomach's a little upset. And, oh, God. It was, it was like I'd never been there. You ever been to that club? No. I've heard about like it. Like super mafia vibes. Yeah. Like they were nice to me, but the guy yeah. like like black turtleneck with a gold chain on the outside. You hungry? Get a slice. Tony, get him a slice. Like asking me, not waiting for an answer, deciding I'm hungry, but then telling someone else to get me a slice. <laughs> He's like, you hungry? He's hungry. Tony, get him one. I'm like, I don't know, Tony. <laughs> uh and thinking like like it was one of those just oh man there is not another moment I can hold this in mm. thinking like the feature's still on I'm like all right we'll just do it fast as soon as I reach the doorknob of the bathroom to go in there the feature's like all right thanks which means uh, you have about twenty seconds thirty seconds <laughs> of the MC going on and yeah. I was like oh no and I I just. Had I did a forty-five minute set with my ass cheeks clenched wow. so tight, and I was just sweating, and I got through it, and then got off stage. It was, it was a fun show, but I remember people like, "Hey, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom." Everybody, <laughs> like, there was like, there was nothing I could say. There was no, there wasn't even a, a level of like where you politely can, okay, sure, oh, thank you. I was just like. Excuse me, everyone, and then everybody else after the show because they've been holding it in to go in there and like, yep, sorry, man, that's me in there. Oh, just getting big about it. Wow. I told you the story about when I was a tour manager for Stuck Mojo. Uh, We were somewhere, and they used to play big shows. Like they would, Mm -hmm. you know, they'd sell thousand tickets on an average night, and uh, so like a big, big arena, not arena, but like a big concert hall and uh, big stage. And uh, they had the Marshall stacks and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, lead singer, uh, during a guitar solo, just went behind a Marshall stack, grabbed an empty trash can, and just shit. Just emptied his ass. <laughs> right there on stage. Oh. But behind, behind the gears, so nobody could see it. But, yeah, just took a big old dump. I was like, I was I'm on the side of the stage. I was like, you know, I was like, what? What's he doing? He doesn't normally leave during the guitar solo. It's only like 30 seconds. And yeah. he just kind of walks behind the thing. He's panicking, looking around. He just grabs some trash can, empties it out, and just, just 
Just yeah. And I was just like, oh. You can't even finish the song and be like, hey, excuse me, everybody. Yeah, I guess it was an emergency. But uh, I've seen. It was always at Zanies. I think. I think Hedberg did that. Oh really? I take a shoes like I had to take a leak and just left the stage in the middle of a set. <laughs> now I've I have done the move where like literally the feature is wrapping up and I got to go take a dump. I've done this once or twice where I'll grab the MC. Oh yeah, and I'll be like, hey man, I'm gonna go take a shit. I'll light you when I'm back and I'm ready. Oh yeah, so when you're like, yeah, fill it out, man, man. Yeah. yeah, come on, man. I've done that. A do couple me times. a solid because I'm doing a solid. <laughs> uh, you see what I did? You see what I did there with the words? Come oh, on. Good times. Kyle J. asked, do uh, do pineapple belong on a pizza? Uh, it does belong on a pizza. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sick of this rules about your food I got bullshit. no problem with, with a Hawaiian, with pineapple and ham or whatever. I'm down. Doesn't bother me a, a damn bit. There's nothing. I tell you my thing with pizza. There's nothing you could put on a pizza that traditionally comes on a pizza that I wouldn't like. Like when I'm with a group and, hey, what do you want? Whatever. There's, it's all yeah, good to I, me. I, that's, I mean, I've done the joke before, but I, look, I really don't understand. Like what, what issues are you hiding in your actual life that they come out with like, pineapples don't belong on here? Is it because you don't know how to make sense of trans rights? <laughs> and so you're, 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 you're like, I can't say anything about that, but I've, I've put these pineapple, get these off my fucking pizzas yeah, in the cares? America, I know. I mean, I get having preferences and stuff, but like, I, I, love, I love pineapple in general. Man, that's the best fruit. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably the worst fruit for you because it's so sweet. But man, love some good fresh pineapple. But, yeah, there's nothing – I mean, like I say, traditionally, like a traditional pizza topping, fucking whatever. Now, don't don't go putting fucking goat cheese and apricot and shit on my goddamn pizza, but, yeah. Yeah, but uh, why not? Whatever they got. Well, because I fucking Not on your goat, pizza. I hate goat cheese. But put it on – you could put yeah, it on someone else's yeah, pizza. Yeah, I don't give a shit what, what anybody else does. I'm just but, uh, sick of – yeah, I'm sick of what these, these rules mm-hmm. that you – if it, if there's a piece of bread, if there's a piece of circular bread that you're starting with, mm-hmm. fuck even circular. Bread with sauce and a cheese. Mm-hmm. All right, that's I'm gonna call that a pizza probably. Mm-hmm. What about a non pizza, a non tomato sauce, like a white pie or barbecue? Go for it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of them. Would well, be another sauce. White pie is a little too rich. Yeah, it's pretty. I like it, but yeah, it's rich. I could have like a piece of it, but yeah. I would never order one for myself. Yeah. Anytime I see a white pie, I'm like, I don't, because then I'm I'm eating the whole thing. I'm not getting it for other people. I yeah. gotta get something where I'm gonna get through the whole thing. And that's mm-hmm. always like, I like three pieces. I'm like, oh, ooh. feel yourself getting all like too rich. I feel about pizza the way I feel about beer. Give me give me one I can eat or drink ten of. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't like IPAs. Oh yeah. God, I, I want yeah. a beer I can drink ten of. IPAs. Here's this. Here's this can of bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it tastes like. It does man, it sucks. Uh, it tastes like fertilizer. Just, yeah, ugh. yeah. It was just, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. And, and but again, hey, to each their own. Yeah. I think that whole culture is pretty. I mean, but again, you know what it is? It's just somebody's nerdified something that is regular for like. I just want to go to a bar and get a beer, mm-hmm. and now your nerd shit seeped into that world. Yeah. You know, when your nerd shit's your nerd shit, fine. But I, I'm trying to make some – draw some comparison. Like D&D, hey, man, go for it. Mm-hmm. I never played D&D. But if now, you know, I got to understand D&D in order to play scratch-off tickets, no, man, keep your nerd shit yeah. to yourself. Yeah. 
I know what you mean. Does that make sense? That's, mm-hmm. a, cra- that's a crappy thing, but... Vanessa Billiveau. Go ahead. Did you have a follow-up? I'm sorry. Well, just kind of connected to Kyle's question. Eric Price asked, Dave, what are your thoughts on gumbo pizza? And how would you suggest making it? I fucking love gumbo. It's maybe my favorite thing in the world. I don't know how it would work. I mean, you could do the components of gumbo on a pizza. I like some andouille sausage, some onion, some green bell pepper. You know, uh, that sounds pretty good. Maybe do some sort of... Roux sauce instead of a tomato sauce. I mean, that's that's pretty creative. Now I put gumbo on a goddamn omelet. That's my go-to after I make a batch of gumbo the next morning. Make a big old omelet, pour some gumbo on that shit. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe like deconstruct the gumbo and put it on a traditional pizza. That might work. But uh, what, never what, thought of that. Good, good, good thinking, Eric. What about crawfish on a pizza? Ooh, got no problem with that. Well, again, how does it play with the sauce? Like, I, you know, yeah. how does it play with the tomato and the cheese? That's the other thing. Like. Crawfish and mozzarella cheese. I don't know if those are going to mix too well, but who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with Vanessa's um, question. Vanessa Billavu said she's on her way to Hawaii in March, and I'll be in L.A. all day Sunday on a layover. Any advice on what to do? I'll arrive around 2 p.m. and leave the next day at 8 a.m. Also, cheat question. Dave, do you, in your heart of hearts, think your experience with sleep paralysis was all in your head? I love you guys to the moon. Hey, thanks, Vanessa. <laughs> I'll answer that part uh, first. I've I think about that almost every day. Like, mm-hmm. was I asleep? Was I dreaming? I still don't think I was. I mean, because I remember, I just remember how vivid everything was, and I remember yeah. in the moment thinking, "Hey, dude, this ain't a dream." Like everything seems so fucking vivid. Yeah, because that's part of sleep paralysis. Yeah. It, it mess if you haven't had it, but now. Even when I'm in it, I can recognize it. Hmm. But it fucks with me. Yeah. I've never experienced anything like that. So, um, Sunday, You're in on a Sunday. Cal and Ray's, baby. Best sandwich you will ever have. Not just chicken sandwich. Sunday sandwich. night, old James Fritz, they're putting a show back on over at that. Yes. Funny enough, the Bigfoot Lounge. Bigfoot Lounge. So double check that. If, see if their show, I think it's every other week or something. I think it's only once a month. Oh, okay. It's the 12th. And also, we're coming up in March. Sunday. You never know how long comedy yeah, shows Yeah, that's last. true. But yeah, check uh, check that because that's a good hang. Big yeah, part. that's a good hang, good bar. It's a big, mm-hmm. it's a Bigfoot themed lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, National Park themed bar. Or, yeah, bar with a comedy show. Yeah, uh, uh, Google Night Coffee. That's the name of that show at the Bigfoot. Yeah. That's James Fritch. And what else? What else goes on on Sunday nights? Man. What do they do around? I, I, Dynasty I, I, typewriters always have an interesting stuff. Lyric Hyperion yeah. theaters always have interesting stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got your clubs. I mean, you're bound to see some celebrities. If you go to the comedy store yeah, or some shit, that's always fun. You know? If you've never been to LA, and I don't know of your age, Vanessa, and I'm not going to guess because that's rude. But for me, being 41 years old, I like seeing the old Sunset Strip silliness, the mm-hmm. old Rainbow Room, and shit like that, where yeah. all the old rockers used to hang out. Yeah, used to hang out. If you're looking for some mild adult entertainment, there's always Jumbo's Clown Room. Jumbo's Clown Room, Enough. not too aggressive, yeah. not too over the top. They stay fully, they stay clothed. It's, it's like a go-go bar. Yeah, you know, but it's they're fun. pretty aggro there. Pretty fun. Yeah, they'll get mean and in your face. But yeah, check out Howlin' Rays. You know, if you're looking for something to eat, that's uh, you're going to wait in line about a, at least an hour, but it's worth it. We've talked plenty about yeah. that. I'm trying to think of non-traditional bits. If you've never been to LA, I mean, if you're gonna, if you've never been here and you got a few. Go to Venice. Go see the wackos over in Venice. Go Venice to the beach and go see all the ding-dongs that hang out in Venice. Mm-hmm. Santa Monica is mostly just like a big shopping mall next to the beach, but yeah. it's a place. Yeah. But Venice still has the the fucking creeps and weirdos mm-hmm. and 
all that kind of shit on the boardwalk. For a nicer beach time, go down to Manhattan or Redondo. Yeah. Or what's the other one down Hermosa. There? Hermosa. Yeah. Those are just south. Those, are, Especially if you're going to stay by the airport for your time, that's mm-hmm. your best bet is going to those beaches. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's Or real. Venice because that's on that side of town. Uh, if you're probably not getting a rental car, if you were, I'd say take a drive up the, up the one. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Cruise up the coast and see that stuff. See Malibu and all that dingling stuff. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I don't know. Hit us up. On the questions, hit us up for that February Q and A, and just ask us what we're doing. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be, we'll let you know if there's any fun shows going on. What we got? Chris McCarthy asked, so Dave, when are you going to reveal your mystery career you've been teasing for a while now? Mm. What were you, a nursing home gigolo or something? I think you should go with that. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it. I'll, uh, now man, you've you, you built it up so much. I almost, I was ready a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember? I was ready to just, and I was like, should I answer mm-hmm. that? And you were like, eh, and I started to, and you're like, nah. It's not, I mean, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm not, it's not, I'm not. It's nothing it. to build up too much. It's just. You know, it's just a thing. I per- after all the things you've already admitted, I don't know why you're <laughs> afraid of that one. Uh, Drayden Raber, what do you think about the Denver Riggleman Bigfoot book? I ha- I've heard of that. I haven't read any, haven't read any ex- excerpts of it. Uh, but I, I, hey, I like the idea of Bigfoot erotica. That's the uh, the was a congressman or senate. Who, the guy was running for something recently. Oh, that was what he was into. Yeah, and he uh, it was revealed that he had written at least one Bigfoot erotica book. Oh, he wrote one. I think he wrote one. Yeah, I think that was. I think he. I think that's what came oh, out. Yeah, he, that came out he like he four months ago. Or something. One. Let me see. Bigfoot. That's yeah. funny. I'm gonna look it up. Who was it? And like Virginia congressional candidate. Is that a joke or is like they're really people that like? Uh, I want to. I want to read about Bigfoot fucking. If it's out there, somebody wrote about it fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, but like fan fiction and erotica mm-hmm. is out there for. I bet. Give me something off the top of your head. Ice cream. That's easy. That's ice cream, erotica. <laughs> well, Just, there's already a video. Melt in your mouth. Myerotica.com. <laughs> Yeah, right here. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh yeah, who is? Yep, that's that goes to sex. That goes right to sex. Hmm. Erotica and ice cream. Oh, this is the this is the go-go dancer lady from Chicago, Michelle Lamour. She got a thing. All right, now I'm just looking at porn. <laughs> anyway, if you got another, think of something even harder. Let's go with, let's go with uh, broccolini, broccolini, lini, erotica. What's broccolini? It's like long broccoli. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what did I? What am I clicking on? Oh, it's just a <laughs> what did I find? <clears throat> I didn't quite find it, but this is just a gal named Christina Broccolini. <laughs> All right. Well, so that I mean it's listen, sex is how we the species stays alive. Mm-hmm. 
So if you can add something to it, people have done it. Yeah, that's true. What was the original question? Uh, just what did I think of that dude's Bigfoot erotica book? Denver Riggleman's his name. First of all, that's a pretty cool handle. Hi, I'm Denver Riggleman. That oh, sounds like shit. a. It sounds like a, 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 a weatherman. D Riggs, lo- local news weatherman. Yeah. Denver, what do you have? We have we have a Lance. Uh, Dallas Rains. Dallas Rains. And a Johnny Mountain. We have a Johnny Mountain? Yeah. Around here? Used to, yeah. Johnny Mountain. Yeah, one of those fucking idiots was covering forest fires when I first moved here and refused to move because he was reporting, and then they had to airlift him out, and they lost like a $500,000 news van. And oh, wow. Yeah, because he's like, I, I'm a journalist, and I'm reporting from here. And they're like, you need to leave, and they wouldn't leave. Jeez. Uh... What's the well? This is a Christmas one. Where did mm-hmm. I see this? Somebody said, "What's the Brandon Boyer? What's the best hot alcoholic drink for a winter day? Colder than the Yeti's balls." Let I me, love a hot toddy. Myself. You force fed me one of those a couple weeks ago. A hot toddy. Remember in New York, you made me drink a hot toddy. Did I? After the show, we're hanging out at the bar with everybody, and you you made me drink a hot. You don't remember that? <laughs> it took me like an hour. <laughs> we both you you ordered us both hot toddies and somebody else had one. And look, I forgot that yeah. they're good. Yeah, you I didn't hate, like it. I hated it. It just really? tastes like drinking fucking potpourri. It's I, a hot, yeah, it's a fragrant beverage. First of all, I don't like hot beverages for some reason. I don't know why. I've never liked. I don't drink coffee. I mean, I'll drink some hot cocoa if somebody gives it to me. But like, I'm never in the mood for a hot beverage. And I. I get. I know that's odd. I know you know. Oh, like hot beverage. Who, who sang that beverage song? You know what I'm talking about? No. I like cold beverage. <laughs> Who sang that fucking song? Why don't, you don't, even on a cold day? What's uh, what's uh, that's the only hot G Love and Special Sauce? Oh, okay. I remember remember them? them? I do. They I had a couple of hits. Barely do. Hot toddy's great, Dave. With a little lemon in it, it's good for you. It's good and good for you. What's another? I don't even know of another hot uh, alcoholic beverage. Eggnog. Okay, yeah, eggnog. Fuck with that nog. Do they make like an alcoholic Y'all hot fuck chocolate? Fuck with that nog. What could you put on hot chocolate? Bourbon or rum or mm, rum? I, I'll throw a little whiskey and coffee sometimes. You have you have Irish coffee. Never had that. That does look good. That's the, Irish coffee. The Baileys and all that. Baileys and Jameson and coffee. Okay. I what can, else? You I can, can put, uh, what's the, the uh, liqueur? What's the chocolate liqueur? Uh, that's. Um, Is it Baileys? No. Something else. Uh, 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 Kahlua. Kahlua. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd fuck with some Kahlua. I don't know if I can get drunk on Kahlua. I, I, you know what I do Kahlua like? Kahlua is like your grandma gets drunk on Kahlua. I know Kahlua. it's a silly drink, but I love a white Russian. I know that's not cold, but like speaking of Kahlua, mm-hmm. little little Kahlua, little milk, little vodka. I agree on all that. Yeah, man. Like a dessert dessert drink. Yeah, dog. Hmm. Hell yeah, dog. But yeah, you, you like a hot toddy. But I'd say, yeah, there's something about just a steaming hot. Something that's not, it's also not a cream-based drink. Cream-based drinks can, uh, they can set you sideways. Really? Hmm. Per, you know, liquor and liquor and dairy. That's true. So it's a bit strange to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm going to give you that hot toddy, and I don't know enough other hot drinks. Yeah, hot toddy or just a little whiskey and a coffee. So what was in that hot cop toddy? Style. So it's whiskey, it's hot water. No, just just whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Let me look it up. Lemon. Hot. Toddy. This had a bunch of fucking potpourri floating around in it. That's kind it's of goddamn what it is. cinnamon yep, the, sticks the, the, and yeah, that's pine what it is. cones and the, shit. The uh, brandy or scotch also work well, but the vanilla sweetness of good bourbon. This is what Epicurious is saying. 
Bourbon, honey, lemon juice, and some hot water. Okay. Simple. Hmm. So I, I'd say get yourself one of those. That's a good. That's a good one. Uh, Sam Thomason says, "While the love for vampires, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Robert Pattinson, fine, I get it. Ladies love them. Vampires are undead. Vampires got no heartbeat, which means vampires can't get boners. Good point, <laughs> Good Sam. Point, Sam. No boner. Why not though? They can change themselves into a bat. They can change their dick into a boner. Yeah, I'm sure they can." Raise a boner or two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If you're, yeah, raise your dick from the undead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. I think we're got, we got to give them that power. <laughs> I don't, I, I do, yeah, I do not understand why, like, they're sexy all the time. Nobody else gets a sexy treatment. You don't understand why people find them sexy or why they are all sexy. Why they're always depicted as sexy. Yeah. I bet you fucking Frankenstein got a big dick. If you're trying to make a man, why would you just give him the biggest dick you That's can find? true. Yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein got a hog. <laughs> oh, man. It's got a little stitch. It's got a oh, scar. It's not it's good got to a look scar at. on it. It's not good to look at. <laughs> the head is square. <laughs> what if it just, it's alive, but it's just one boner coming up from under the sheet. That's what happened there. Oh, God. Frankenstein's dick. Oh man, Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, Yank and Frank. Yank and Frankenstein. Old Crank Yankovich. Uh, Andy Jurek. Jurek. Yeah. Hey guys, love the podcast, Dave. If you got to cook a meal for Bigfoot, what would it be? I think he's. You know what? I think he's vegetarian. Why do you I, think that? Because I watched uh, Harry and the Hendersons uh-huh. over Thanksgiving. Okay. And he was sad that all the animals died. Huh. There's a lot of reports of them like walking around with a dead pig or dead elk over their shoulder. I think they're eating wild boar and elk and deer yeah. and shit. Are they preparing it, though? I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that Bigfoot... That's an old joke of mine about Bigfoot having the eating habits of colonial settlers, mastering Dutch ovens, and sometimes Carolina pit barbecue. <laughs> Just like the idea of him smoking some meat that's how that's my answer there like i feel like he eats i feel like he's a meat eater or omnivore eats whatever he can uh do they know fire probably not i wish but see that's why i would like i I feel like they've never had good oh you like you'll eat a wild boar raw hey let me let me prepare some nice pulled pork for you like when you get a like a domestic like a cat or a dog and you spoil it with good food and then it doesn't want to eat its regular bullshit yeah yeah, I would love to spoil Bigfoot with a nice, uh, like, uh, pulled pork, hickory smoked. We had a cat that would go bonkers for budding ham. Huh. Budding lunch meats. That's cheap would as lo- shit. And I loved it, too. Yeah, I used to think I, that was I, good. I fucking, one, one package would be 89 cents, yeah. and that would be the whole sandwich. Yeah. We talked about that before, because then you peel it off and you give it that meat wave. Yeah. And give it a little volume. Yeah. Give a little, that sandwich a little. Yeah. Altitude. <laughs> meat wave. <laughs> but... This cat would go fuck it. And this thing was a hunter. It was a Maine Coon cat. Really? It was a hunter. Yeah. And it could handle its own. But nice. this thing would destroy some budding ham. Would like be up on your business, like crawling up your body to get to the budding ham. Would you have to tear it into little pieces or would he just take the whole thing and figure <laughs> it out? Just, we could just throw it. I mean, one, one piece of that was about as thin as notebook paper. Yeah. But it would be gone. You didn't have, you'd try and give it a little piece, like pace yourself, and maybe you'll get sick. That thing was like, nope. Nice. I will Good for suck it down. Good for that cat. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't know. I think Bigfoot would love a wedge salad. Yeah. You don't think that blue cheese would put him off? He's like, what's this? No. I just feel like he's never been exposed to any type of salad dressing. Cheese would fuck with animals, right? I would imagine. that's not something they've ever... Dogs. Don't dogs like cheese? Everybody talks about how much dogs like cheese. I just remember that one show where they had to dose the neighbor's dog. So like, it was like an outdoor show. So they would give it a cheese with some <laughs> Xanax in it or something. Huh. Oh, this isn't going to come out well like animal <laughs> abuse. But yeah. the dog turned out fine. They would just chill it out for, while they had a show going out in the backyard. Oh, wow. They would always put it in cheese. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> but they're not developed to... Digest that stuff. Yeah. Of course, neither were we, and we got used to it. I feel like Bigfoot would also enjoy something with a spoon. Make him a, make him oh, a yeah? ni- nice pot of chili. You know, just something he could savor. All these flavors, you know? Think he knows how to let it sit on the tongue for a while? Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. What else we got? Johnny Hickey. Are legumes like pistachios, walnuts, etc. just crab legs for vegans? I've... Contended that they are. There's hmm. two parts to this one. All, all, the second part is also, Dave, when's the next se- season of the Gravy Boat dropping? I would say launching. <laughs> uh, but but let's answer the first one. I've, I, I feel like that is uh, not necessarily... What, what did I always say? Crab like, like vegan versions of things. I always said that pizza crusts were rib bones or vegan rib bones. Oh, just because how they look? Yeah, yeah, you could just dip that in barbecue sauce. Yeah, a bunch okay. of crust left over. Okay. I'd say there's a little bit of a retrieval thing going on. Yeah. But I get what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're more like crawdads, personally. I love pistachios. Pistachios are their shit. Walnuts? Meh. I like them in things. Mm-hmm. Walnuts on their own? Yeah, all right. I like raw pecans. That's good. Try to think of it. Yeah, yeah. Good flavor. I'm good with all the nuts. Yep. Yeah, you're a nut guy. Yeah, I don't think there's ever a nut. You're not going to give me a nut I don't What's like. What's that joke you had about the pistachios? You, it's like it's an old man. Old men like to eat them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. you got to work for it. Yeah, because you got to earn it. you got to earn it. i use the back of my phone to smash them <laughs> up because i got insurance on my phone. <laughs> Dave, when's that next season of Gravy Boat launching? Uh, probably springtime. Yeah. Springtime uh, launch spring, of the Gravy yeah, Boat. Season three. It's uh, I love doing it, but, man, it is so goddamn time-consuming because I'm not computer savvy. Like, it takes, it takes like, 18 hours for me to do one episode. Like, as far as, like, you know, finding the little sound clips that I yeah. like and laying down the vocals and piecing together the music and doing it on GarageBand. It's a labor of love. You're, I, you're I do like it. You're putting it out there for free. You know what? One but, of these yeah. days, I'm going to let you do that for this special episode thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm lazy and I don't do any of that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully I'll have some more episodes uh, springtime. Might, might even have a Christmas one. We'll see. So, But, yeah, thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for even knowing what it is. I think that's not that I'm doing it. I'm just doing it because I like it. But then I work all fucking, you know, two days straight on doing one. And then I put it out. And like a month later, I see that it has 97 listens. <laughs> like, that's a lot of work for nobody listening to this well, stupid thing. And it goes out as a Spotify playlist? No, it's on SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh, you're like one of those rappers. You need a fun name. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. But yeah, I don't make money off of it. There's, you know, I didn't even try to put it out as a podcast on iTunes or anything. You need, a, all the, you need a cool rap type you know, name. The music's not licensed or whatever. But uh, yeah, just just a thing for uh, fans of alt country. 
because there's not a lot of outlets for uh, for that type of stuff. And I wonder how we get that plugged. Big fan. Big fan. Get what plugged? Get the gravy boat floating. I mean, I don't know. What floats your gravy boat? I don't even know. All right, what else we got? Marcus Fairbrother. Hey, guys, when you're not in my area performing and I can't see one of your shows, what's the best way to support your comedy? What a nice thing to ask. Thanks, Marcus. I'm not sure why I want to give you guys money. Neither are we. But anyway, I'll take your money. Dave likes it. Do you get the most revenue from streaming services like Netflix and Spotify, or is it more lucrative to get you guys to have people buy your albums? Got to make sure we keep Dave out of the van and Kyle in full supply of mountain bike here. That is a kind gesture in this giving season, Marcus Thanks, Fairbrother. Marcus. And his last name's Fairbrother. I don't know if that's on purpose. But he but sounds right like on. a fair brother. Um, I honestly I, don't know how any of that streaming. I don't know what I get from what. Are you on, are you on Sound Exchange? I get that check every Sound month, Exchange. which yeah. is nice. Honestly, my thing is just awareness. Like, mm-hmm. if you like it. Yeah. Gift, you know what? Spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. That helps. That's the most important. Like, it's nice to get paid from things like mm-hmm. Spotify or Pandora, but if you're like, hey, I like these guys, mm-hmm. or hey, the comedy club in my town, I'd like to see these guys come through. Like, like telling the comedy club you go to, the comedians you like to see there helps, goes a long way when we're trying to like work in that city. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, somebody was asking if you'd be coming through yeah. here. And getting your friends to do that, I I would say that's the best way. Yeah, word of mouth that's the is most helpful. Always the best because, like, think about I always. I don't. I didn't put too much effort into it, but like, I, I kind of like to model my career after like a, a band. Like, as far as you know, just stuck mojo, word of mouth, and like you know, I'm not a household name. Uh, you know, you're not gonna. I don't know. My favorite bands growing up were not to be like the cool kid, but they weren't bands that you heard on the radio. Like, you know, there were bands that like you had to put forth some effort to know about them. Yeah. You know, either word of mouth or you had to do discover them on your own. And I liked that. I liked that, uh, you know, certain bands like, oh, man, these guys are sustaining a career and they're not Mm. on MTV. They're not on the big rock radio station. They're not writing songs so kfc can use them in their fucking jingles like i liked that so uh word of mouth is really just the biggest thing yeah let 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 people know that uh that you like it and share and share it mm-hmm. yeah my thing was always you get an album and then you look through the liner notes of what bands they think yeah yeah that was like the biggest credit you could mm-hmm. have back in the day absolutely well, so-and-so think this band oh and then what's their liner notes say so that's a good and thanks, man. That's that's cool of you to think of it that way. What do you got, Dave? Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Matt Peterson asks for or against frying turkeys. If for, what's your go-to for injection marinade? You know what? I have never fried a turkey. Injection marinade. I, that I uh, just sounds like a good. That's like metal. I like watching the videos of people catching shit on fire. I think the key to frying a turkey: uh, do it outdoors. Shit. And uh, make sure you don't have too much oil. The problem is people fill that injection that thing up with oil. Marinade. And then science and physics tells you when you drop a twenty pound turkey in there, you're going to have some some displacement of that oil. And oh it's yeah, catch that, that open flame on fire. Somebody fucks that up, right? But yeah, I've never done one, and I know that uh, people do inject them with marinade, but I don't know. I do it the old old school way. I've talked about that before. I, I brine that shit and roast it in the oven. But uh, yeah, I'm not against frying turkeys. I just don't know much about it. So yeah, sorry I couldn't help you more there, Matt. Oh man, you know what? I want to answer. 
Valerie Green's question. Hey, Kyle Dave, I'm a moderator on a subreddit. Thank you for that, Valerie. And I would love to set up and facilitate an AMA with you two sometime. Doesn't have to be anything fancy, but could be fun in the upcoming winter break. American Medical Let Association. Let me know. That's yeah, cool. it is. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, American Motorcycle Association. Uh-huh. Let me know if this is something you're interested in. We could do that, which yeah. is kind of what this is anyway, mm-hmm. except it'd be for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm down with that. I don't man. know how many people listen to it. Will listen to us? Read the Reddit. I creep on there sometimes. Well, and thanks for what you do there, Valerie. I uh, I don't know anything about what's going on with our Reddit page, but uh, I'm glad some folks are being proactive with it. Yeah, and she else. Oh, she said. Did we answer this one last time, Dave? What is your take on poutine? Are you a fan? If so, what's your favorite version of it? She asked that question too. I don't see that on here. That's down there. Valerie's book. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, she got a no. Lot we didn't it. answer that last time. Uh, fucking love poutine, French fries and gravy and cheese curds. Get the fuck out of here. What's now, not to Ray, like? Somebody else was shitting on that. Because I was wondering, like, what, like how Mexican food is so prevalent mm-hmm. in American culture, mm-hmm. but poutine just started showing up finally, That's like true. maybe five years ago. That's true. Yeah, I love poutine. And I don't know why, because it's great. Yeah, brown gravy. Late night snack. fries, dr- cheese curds, Like a drunk snack. Other shit, bacon, cheese. Yeah, Anything. When you go up to Canada, and they're like, yeah. well, you, you want hot dogs on it? You bet your ass I want hot dogs. It's the Chef Boyardee, but the French version mm-hmm. of whatever Chef. Uh, what, what's what's boy in French? I don't know. Monsieur Ardee. <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur Chef Boyardee. What, I love it. If that was, I would eat that every night. Would like the Just for Laughs festival. If that one, there's that one place, which is like a McDonald's, but just for poutine. And that was my every night. Like, oh, thank God, this yeah. is open. Yes, give me that trash on top yeah. of it. Trash fries. Well, plus any excuse to eat cheese curds, man. Yeah, because you don't get cheese curds down. You know, you don't get cheese curds hardly anywhere unless it's a dairy. Region. You know? Oh, Wisconsin's That's good why for it's that. so big up there because they have to be so fresh. You, got, you, want, to, you to, want to get them to squeak. Yeah, you got to get it from, from tit to table pretty quick. <laughs> this is it a tit to table restaurant? Is it all dairy? <laughs> what, a great, what a great way for saying it's an organic ice cream place. There's your erotic ice cream <laughs> from tit to table. Uh, and she all just because. She's asking. She says, my husband has a question for Kyle. If you had to transplant Dave into one Chicagoland suburb for at least a year, what city would it be? This excludes the city of Chicago itself. Would you end up going something fancy like Northbrook or so, or the trash hole known as Rockford? Well, I'm not. Nobody's calling Rockford a suburb of Chicago. I've been to Rockford, Illinois. I played yeah. a biker bar there. That's just you, you just say bar, yeah, because that's what Rockford. It was is. a terrible show. Yeah, yeah, I almost got in a fight. Yep, sounds just, about right. Yeah, Rockford, Illinois. I worked with a guy named uh, Mark Fay, Mark the Knife. <clears throat> he was a juggler, uh, kind of daredevil type comic. And he had, I just remember he had like havoc. He had like a unicycle that was six foot tall. And he'd hold a fork in his mouth, and people would throw potatoes at it for him to catch. And, like he missed one and hit his nose, and like he's bleeding. I just remember loading out with him. It's like <laughs> fuck these fucking gigs. I'm trying to load his six foot unicycle into his minivan in Rockford. <laughs> So that's what you have to do when you want to start comedy, all right? You fuckers. So if you think there's shortcuts, there's not. Yep. Um, what's Chicagoland suburb? Uh, let's see. Given, I think it's more about food. I mean, I, I would put you in Berwyn just because Berwyn, if you look up Sven Gulli, who hosted the uh, Saturday afternoon horror movie Creature Features, and he was like a, like a, like a, like a creep kind of guy. 
with like the face paint and everything. But he was always, and it was always the joke was it came from Berwyn. Uh, <laughs> but Berwyn had Fitzgeralds. I don't even know if it's still there, but that was like a folk, uh, folk and alt country bar before anybody even knew about that shit. So you'd like it there, but you need food. Mm-hmm. My man Dave needs some food. <laughs> so where are you going to eat the best? I think Elmhurst is a more upscale place that mm-hmm. pays attention to food scenes, mm-hmm. and you'd enjoy it. I think people there put the effort into the food, and it's a, it's a cute neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Plus, you'd have train access to the city. Where else? Mm, you, your newfound love of Polish food? Mm-hmm. I'll put you in. Uh, you know, I'll put you in Wooddale, okay. right by the. It's Northern Polish food. Where I was telling you about that place. You go in there. It's like sheepskin over the railings and everything. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Nordic lodge. Nice. And also, then you got Helen's Deli next to that. Okay. And Helen's Deli is just a just a Polish deli with just treats. Treats abound, hmm. and it's for a year. I think you could eat Polish food for a year. Oh yeah, no problem. Polish people eat it their whole life. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, I mean, you got your Italian foods, which that's you're going to find popping up here and there. That's if mm-hmm. you want to hang out in old Addison, Illinois. Mexican food. Oh, buddy. Get yourself some burritos in Chicago. Yeah. They're not, they're not what you get out here. You ever go get Mexican food while you're there? Go to Lazos? Or- I, I don't think so. What's the difference? How are, they, how are the burritos different? It's all meat. Meat, a little bit of cheese, they lettuce, and tomatoes. Cheese- there's no beans, no rice. Okay. I I always order no beans, no lettuce. I don't like beans or lettuce in my burrito. Mm-hmm. Here's the fucking thing about L.A. burritos, man. I guess it's too gringo to have fucking cheese. But what the fuck good is a burrito without cheese? I want some damn cheese in my burrito. Most of the burritos mm-hmm. I get out here, they don't come with cheese. I haven't gotten. What is that? I haven't got. I, well, because you know what you get here? You get tacos. You don't fuck with burritos here. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to fuck with the burritos. Really? This is a taco city. This is a taco town, buddy. What's the difference? Somebody makes a taco, they can make a burrito. They could. But yeah. if their love is putting it all into making these tacos, and somebody's like, you know how you, they're all like nuanced and the flavors are subtle because that's what you're going to get four tacos or something with different flavors mm-hmm. with different times. Like, now just put it all in one thing for me. Okay. That maybe makes a sense. little love loss. And also maybe not cost effective for the kitchen to fill it up with the meat and everything. And tradition, a traditional you know, Mexican street taco like you're talking about doesn't have yeah, cheese. No. So and that's why you get three or four of them. Yeah. Now you want to get yourself a mission burrito up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Ooh, dog. Mm-hmm. You want to go La Florida? Florida? El Feralitos. Hmm. Feralitos? Shit. El Cancun is another good spot in San Francisco. Yeah. But Chicago, El Burrito Tapatio on Lake Street. Okay. Go later in the week or a Saturday. Cause if I, that was the last meat I ate. It was a Tuesday before I left Chicago in August. I got a steak burrito. Because the steak burritos, it's shit meat. Mm-hmm. But it's they do it right. And it's cheese. And their salsa is good. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you get it after the weekend, you're getting all the grisly, shitty parts. So it's a hit or miss. It's usually a hit. Hmm. Once in a while, you get a miss. Okay. But it's also, it's a two hander thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to get a little piece of gristle in there or something because yeah. it's mostly meat anyway. Yeah. I feel Five you. bucks or however much it is now. I think it's like What's your go to burrito? Or like, like your order, your burrito order? If it's, hey, we put whatever you oh, want man. in it, what, what's in it? El burrito, steak burrito, carne asada burrito from El burrito, mm-hmm. with the uh, with with the salsa. That's it, man. Really? Yeah, they don't just I've meat and salsa. That. Yep. Well, no, well, no. Then there's tomato, tomato, okay. lettuce, and cheese. In it. Okay, okay. And um, there's nothing exceptional about it. I just mm-hmm. when it's good, it's the best. Mm-hmm. They strike out once in a while. 
But that's the spot, man. There's a truck here that I, I like, uh, Toro's Tacos, or El Toro's Tacos. Yeah, the bull. Uh, they always set up uh, at the corner of um, Virgil and Melrose, right in that Sitgo or some gas station there, Mobile or Sitgo. Oh, uh, right around from, uh, oh, what's the karaoke bar? Smog Cutter. Yes, yes, not far from there. Uh, but, yeah, man, get to El Pastor. Get the El Pastor. Mm-hmm. No beans, no rice, or no beans, no lettuce. I don't mind the little rice in there. Uh, cheese, sour cream, whatever pico salsa bullshit they're throwing in there. I'm, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I like a good El Pastor if it's good. If it's the if you can see it on the spit, you know, and they're slicing it off fresh. You know. Oh yeah, that's like when it's almost yeah, when it's almost like a shawarma type yeah, thing. Yeah, basically Mexican pork shawarma. Um, Love it. I guess Christopher Milkowski said, "Hey Kyle, did you get a chance to try the hot sauce I gave you after the Orlando show? I'm so sorry, I forgot to throw out thanks from the from the Florida shows. I did. I think you guys gave me the. They drove up from, if I'm correct with this person, they drove up from the Keys. Wow. Or maybe flew up. I don't know, but it was a strawberry ghost pepper that was hot as shit, mm-hmm. and it was great. And I was putting that on my pizza. Somebody else got me some hot sauces too." But yes, I did. I was using it throughout my trip. Thank you so much for that. You, that was the one. It was you made it with the stuff you got out of your own garden, and that was wow. dope. And Very thank cool. You for that. I am. So, I fucked up on getting my thanks out for uh, for the. For the hot sauces and gifts that I got during that run, I am very apologetic about it. And uh, the Orlando show, that was a fun one. Yeah. It was weird afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with you guys. It was, I think it was him and his gal. Uh, but, yes, thank you very much. And the fun little label was like a little ghost, but it was like a little strawberry ghost because it was strawberry. Nice. Unfortunately, uh, liquids I don't get to take on airplanes. Yeah. So when that's the case, I get kind of fucked. Uh, so that's why I was using it on stuff I was eating during that trip. So, Somebody gave you. you some homemade hot sauce that you passed on to me, and it is great. This was homemade stuff. came in an orange bottle, and it said – I forgot what it's – but it was like handwritten, just a basic handwritten label. But it's orange – not the orange bottle, but the, the stuff was orange, and it was fucking great. And I've been eating the shit out of that. Maybe this was it. Did it have a little strawberry ghost on it? No. Mm-mm. This was just like, like almost a piece of masking tape with just one word written on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I got so much hot sauce here. Yeah. I've been trying to chip away at it. I don't put it on everything because eventually you're just eating hot sauce. Like every food you eat is hot sauce. Yeah. So I've been trying to use it sparingly in my own life. Also, my body's body's been responding to it in a matter of, uh, you know, it's not great. Anyway, uh, thank you, Christopher. And I apologize for not getting proper thanks out to the gifts and kindness. Uh, outside of the lunacy that was in Florida. Speaking of hot sauce, uh, I forgot who sent us a case of this Roberto's. Man. That Roberto's burrito sauce? Get the fuck out, man. Dude, if you're listening, I forgot your name. I think it was Denver, folks. Denver. They sent a whole case there, and it had burrito sauce, it had enchilada sauce, it had peach mango salsa, had habaneros, like five or six different varieties. Fucking all of it was amazing. Yeah. So whoever yeah. that was. I, I appreciate you guys making the hot sauces. If you do want to gift it, um, I, uh, make sure it's a small jar. especially. My, and that's the problem with being on the road, too. I pack so light from traveling from place to place. I feel like such a chump when there's stuff like I can't. Yeah. Like a vinyl record. I can't. I, I, I travel with a backpack. Yeah. 
Yeah, you travel light as shit. I travel light as shit, man. I've, I've, I've got it down to a size. One pair of pants. I don't even uh-huh. pull, like if I fuck up a pair of pants, I just got to shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry for not uh, thanking you for that, Christopher. And thanks for being a patron. And thanks for bringing the hot sauce. And also, uh, Roberto's in Fort Collins, Colorado. Colorado. That's where yeah, it was. Yeah, so right. also, uh, anybody else other than that guy, order some shit from, from that guy. Roberto's mm-hmm. uh, sauce in Fort Collins, Colorado. It was fucking amazing. Uh, John Baker. Oh, this is a good one. What do you think about the U.S. breaking into independent regions? Ooh. Cascadia slash Pacific Northwest, the South, Texas, the Plains, the Northeast. You guys have been across the country a bunch. Do you think people would be better off for the split? Which regions would be the first to go to war with each other? Wow, good question. Um, well, I don't understand how – I can't answer this in a smart manner because I don't understand how the economics would affect each other. Like, you know, right now we're the United States, but like... Well, like they say, California is the fifth largest economy in the world. Is mm-hmm. that, did I hear that? I think so. Incorrectly? <clears throat> that California itself would want to, but now you have to look at what... Would it be a peaceful split or would it be a malicious split? Huh. If it's malicious, I mean, and this is trying to think of like a higher concept politics than I've had to think of that... All right, well, now California needs water from somewhere else, but California provides the crops for, you yeah. know, crops yeah. or beef for another region. So mm-hmm. is that how trade deals work? And, yeah. and, and, and who would have, who would be without, like, you know, what's the, what's the Northeast providing mm-hmm. that the uh, Southwest stuff. isn't getting? <laughs> yeah, so. Energy and. Yeah, as far as what would be the most desirable, I mean, and then you have to think about their influence politically that might be countered. Like, how far to the right would somewhere like the South go when it's not kept in check by the rest of America voting on national issues? That's a great question. You know, how much unrest would be like, all right, well, now we are bringing shit back. And what's going to happen? What are you going to send in? The National Guard? Because we don't have that anymore. Yeah. Now we have our own, you know, this turns into like a state's rights thing. So yeah. like now Texas is just its own fucking thing down there. Hmm. Which, cool. Yeah, Texas, all right, supplying all the oil. So still getting, still getting money, still providing a resource. Yeah. Who would go to war with each other first? Texas would... Probably be fucking with somebody. God, man, I. Or the I don't think so. I, I don't think Texas would fuck with anybody. Yeah. Because you don't mess with it. Yeah, it's true. But Texas doesn't mess with other people too hmm. much either. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, you know. <clears throat> that would mean a leader for each section. So how far right would the southeast become versus the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. Where now you, those are now world leaders. Hmm. Or if they're just, I mean, just like five states instead of 50. Yeah. That is a good idea, John Baker. Hmm. And I don't know who would go to. Wasn't California <laughs> pushing for that about a year ago? Oh, there's, always, there's always a moment where somebody's like, we should just become our own thing. We're mm-hmm. going to do it. You know, Texas was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Fucking if Florida wanted to do it, nobody's fighting Florida. Yeah. No, we're going to be our own, please. Yeah. But I wonder, yeah, th- to think in a deeper sense, like, all right, where, you know, where are the weapons concentrated now if it's about a war? Because now you're not talking about having an arm. Like, 
what happens to the army? Like you have military bases. Well, now that's not a national thing. Now that doesn't belong to the country. Yeah. What what does that military? What is that? To really think about it, what do the planes belong to? What you know? What is that armament? What are those fortifications? Who does that belong to? The state, or do they just all get put in a neutral zone? Yeah. Because now the states don't have their own armies. Mm-hmm. I guess they have. But what is it? Is it? Well, no, the National Guard is the national. But you have the Illinois National Guard. That's divided by states. Mm-hmm. Does that become the army? Maybe. And now you have regions with lower populations with smaller things. That's like risk. Now you're just playing risk. Well, they got less. We could take them over easily. Yeah. But then why would you want to split up if your whole thing is like, who are we going to take over? I think I think if it broke down, fucking Mexico would take back the southwest in Texas. Mm-hmm. You'd have a bunch of other people fucking get put in their place by trying to get into Canada because conditions would get so bad here. And Canada would be like, yeah, remember how you treated Mexicans when they tried to do that? Or yeah. immigrants trying to come to Same thing. Here's our wall. Mm-hmm. Suck our dicks. Rightfully so. <laughs> I don't know. It's like how long before you think America becomes – what's a second world country? There's first world countries or third world countries. What's a second world country? Mexico. Is it? I don't know. Did you just defend Mexico? Oh, here's, here's no, a list. That wasn't a slight. I was just thinking. When I think of Mexico, I don't think of third world poverty, but I also don't think of them as a world leader. No, let's let's see. Let's see. Four, four worlds. There's four worlds. Number one, the block of democratic industrial countries within the American influence sphere. Ooh, well. <laughs> second world countries are the eastern block of the communist socialist states, the second world. Ah. Third, the remaining three quarters of the world's population. States not aligned with either block were regarded as the third world. Okay. And the term fourth world, coined in the early 1970s by Shiswap's chief, George Manuel, refers to widely known, un, widely unknown nations, cultural entities of indigenous people, First Nations, ah, okay. living within or across national state boundaries. Interesting. So, okay, so third world country does not necessarily mean poverty by these mm-hmm. definitions. Yes. Yeah. Because after World War II, the world split into two large geopolitical blocks and spheres of influence. With contrary views on the government and the politically correct society, which is now, yeah, I think America is quickly becoming a second world if Putin is just tink, tinkering with our shit, yeah, getting us to play along. We're just we're just becoming Russia's triple A team. Yeah, <laughs> going back to the concept of country or states and regions breaking off. Growing up in the South, I was always so intrigued by the uh, irony. That uh, I saw the rebel flag everywhere growing up in Georgia, and uh, I found it ironic that most people who were pro rebel flag and waving that rebel flag also uh, claim to be incredibly patriotic. And mm-hmm. what's more unpatriotic than seceding from the country to start your own fucking country, which is what yeah. the, what the Confederacy tried to do? Yeah, what, I was you're patriotic fine. for a yeah. thing that you lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even that, but just like. You, you're patriotic for that, but they're also patriotic for America. You know, they got the American flag right next to the rebel flag, and it's yeah. like Try, trying to yeah, trying to decipher the mindset. Uh, we got a long road ahead of you. Yeah, that's true. I just started reading a, a book by a Chicago fellow named uh, Christian Piccolini, who was it's a good name. Was, uh, yeah, he's a skinhead who a reformed skinhead, uh-huh. talking about how he got caught up in it. 
how he got recruited into being a skinhead. And, you know, I'm only halfway through, but it's about how he got out of it. <clears throat> but just how, you know, taking an impressionable, impressionable youngster and pointing yeah. out like, well, look at this. And even the, just the part I just read last night was still about like how it's, it's easy to be racist. It's very easy to be racist. You know, it's easy to just take a take a group of people and be like, yeah, they're probably all like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. You know, that that's what I mean. It's easy to just be like, just, just, just dismiss a whole group of people because paint people with a broad yeah, brush. Yeah, or what your experience with uh, select few, yeah, yeah, or what you choose to see in the world about them, mm-hmm. like you're going to hold that as the truth. And he, you know, him, it is weird enough to for him to. The chapter is he's like, yeah, but once I also played football in high school, and all I wanted to do was win. So I was friends with all the Mexican and black kids on the team, even yeah. though I was also printing out, you know, white nationalist flyers mm-hmm. and starting to head up the skinhead movement in Chicago. But once I was playing sports, that didn't matter. Like, oh, so you, even your values still didn't, yeah, you know. I saw a lot of that mm-hmm. in the South too. A lot of racist motherfuckers, huge Herschel Walker fans. You know, Michael Vick fans. Yeah, it's like, oh, so okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does. He's like, fine because yeah. he's he's an athlete. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just uh, so still to try to decipher the mindset or trying to you know like how could there be blunt, a black Trump supporter? It's like, well, yeah, that should dispel your racism, right? Well, they're all like this. No, they're not. Because this one likes the fucking idiot. That's the worst for like poor people loving Trump, like. You know, poor people going, he's, he represents us. Yeah, the guy with the gold apartment is going to fight against elitists. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, that makes makes good sense. Uh, Bjorn Man. Do you think they'll ever invent dog language? Translation in our lifetime, dog language translation. What do you think the first conversation will be? Interesting. Dog. I, I'm starting to. Uh, I, I've been looking at uh, articles and videos and stuff of like cat behavior because I, I want to figure out what my cats. Jesus, what the Christ, hell they're doing? Man. You know You're what they mean? Fucking weird. Well, why is that weird? To want to know what your your, your pet is you thinking? Were more sane when you were in the van. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I'm interested in figuring out what the hell, what they like, what they uh-huh. don't like. So, what would the first conversation be with the dog? If you could communicate with a dog, what would the dog, what would he ask? You don't need to communicate. The dog is not a complicated thought machine. <laughs> you don't know that, though. It's food, food, food. You know what I want? I want to ask my fucking neighbor's dog what that thing's barking at when it's gone. Yeah. And I know what it's barking. It's barking. When are you coming back? 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 That's what it's doing. Really? Anytime someone's not there. Are you gone forever? Are you gone forever? That's what it's doing. It's mm. not smart. Yeah. It's not sitting there thinking like, an well, crisis. I remember the last time they came back and the time before that they came back. And every single time they've come back. Yeah. But this time, maybe they're never coming back. Yeah. That's just a paranoid, broken beast. <laughs> oh, man. So that's what I think. I don't think we need to talk to dogs. Well, I'm trying to talk to cats. cats. Yeah. But he didn't ask about cats. He asked about their dogs. So My cats are starting to look in the mirror. We place this mirror in a position where they're vain. But uh, they don't freak out like dogs do. Like I, I, I'll catch them just staring at themselves in the mirror. And I'm wondering if they understand that that's their reflection. Um, 
I think I think that they do realize that it's re- their reflection because yeah. I have caught I've seen I've made eye contact with my cats through a mirror before. So they understand like if I'm in the bathroom in the mirror and I'll see them and they'll they'll look at oh, me. They'll look, turn and, around. Yeah, and I think that they understand, okay, I know that real Dave is over here, but I'm seeing him through this square thing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, there's always like a baby. I think, you know, eventually you find out that what a reflection is. Yeah. But these dogs, like dogs don't. They just they think there's another dog in the room. Because they're dumb. They're smart because they do what you want them to do. Yeah. That doesn't that's not smart. That's obedient. Yeah. It's a different. That's true. <clears throat> what else we got? I mean I don't dislike those animals either. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh I don't know, man. Might be wrapping it up. We're gonna land this bad boy. Yeah, we can we can take it home. Got any big fun fun one at the end? I don't know. There's nothing nothing yeah. going on here. Somebody somebody said something early on in this. When, 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 ugh. Ugh, why why move it? Some guy gave me a suggestion. I don't know. Dave, you're probably no, that's one Ah shit, I got nothing, man. No? Um going back to the la- last month's uh Q and A, we were talking about uh we're having a hard time coming up with um Vampire movies mm-hmm. and uh, Torkel Dewar uh, gave us a list here. If anybody's, oh, yeah, we, we read it off a few, but Nasferatu, Dracula 2000, Near Dark, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, Interview with a Vampire, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Thirty Days a Night, Lost Boys, Fright Night, What We Do in the Shadows, Blade, Blade Two. I forgot about those. I forgot about the Blades, Underworld, Blades. Queen of the Dam. That's one of those Anne Rice adaptations, I think. Uh, Prince of the Darkness, Lost Boys 2. I've never seen Lost Boys 2. You've never seen Lost Boys 1, right? No. You revealed that the other day? I don't know why. I just thought that was one you had definitely seen. Um, but yeah, so there's a shit ton. Vampire in Brooklyn. Forget about that one. Uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Shit. That was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Vampire's Kiss, Once Bitten. Oh, Dust Till Dawn. That was a good one. I like Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. That was the... Selma Hayek. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Selma. Good times. Yeah, that's a fun movie. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's your, uh, there's the uh, A's to your Q's. Appreciate you guys. Uh, every month, try to do these. Try to do a Dave's Kitchen every month. Uh, should have another one coming out pretty soon. Uh, well, no, I, don't I think the December one's probably already. Don't promise more than yeah. you can provide, Dave. That's true. That's true. But yeah, word of mouth, man. Tell a friend. Spread the word. This is what you get for four bucks. I mean, it's a good value. It's less than a beer in most yeah, cities. It's true. Less than a McDonald's value, man. If you bought a beer for somebody just to ask them questions for a little while, if you landed by one beer and you could ask them all the questions for an hour, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah, that's true. In this economy. <laughs> all right. All right. Appreciate you guys. Bye, everyone. Have good. Have good holiday season. Yeah. Whatever have fun. You might be. Be safe. Celebrate. Yeah. Make some merry. Yeah. Bless, bless your hearts. The Boogie Monster.